Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock. It's the iHeart app for the John and Ken on demand podcast. The chase is over. Yeah, it looks like they got him finally. This van is stopped off the freeway. Where is this in Ventura? Westlake. Westlake, okay. At Moore Park Road and Moore Park. <laughs> what is it? It's Moore the Moore Park, Park Road exit. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, anyway, well, he, he took the ramp. I yeah. mean, I looked up and I saw him uh, blowing down the freeway. I look up again and he's... Yeah, he exited and uh, now he's taking, uh, taking off his jacket and giving up. Yeah. The cops came at him with uh, all their long guns pointed. <laughs> he was face down on the street. And now they're uh, taking him, in him into a patrol car. Did they... Trapped the car after he got off the freeway, Eric? Or how did that work? I don't even know how this happened either. I... Yeah, they essentially like cut him off. And I think there was another cop waiting at the exit just in case he got off and kind of oh. blocked the exit. It looks like one one cop car slammed into the side of the van. Yeah, I think yeah. he was trying to get around it because there was like a median in the, in the off-ramp. So he was trying to go around it because it's like an off-ramp, on-ramp situation. Right. So he was trying to go yeah. around the median and then the other car just kind of stopped him. 
Thug. Three carjackings. Take him. Throw it. Well, he'll be out in an hour. Yeah, I was going to. It's just. This now is we just, got like no bail. It's kind right? of anticlimactic, don't you think? I mean, it's it's now we were all what, excited. What, do you want death? Well, I, no, I don't <laughs> want anybody to die, but, but you, you know. You wanted some was, big old accident. Well, it was kind of exciting for a while, right? I mean, come it was. on. When, it when was. have we had a story where somebody carjacks three? Three? I think that's mm. the modern record, yeah. They. <laughs> I mean, tried a fourth. Remember that that Porsche. That's but, right. But, but the guy wouldn't let him in to the car. So I mean, it could have been four. You He's know. got a good highlight reel. Channel Seven is running uh, the highlights in the uh, right side of the screen, and yeah, he had a good afternoon. Very entertaining. I want more. I, I <laughs> until you get stuck in. Traffic I was busy, again. so I didn't see. I was doing that spot, so I didn't see exactly how it ended. So I feel cheated. Yeah, well, maybe uh, there's a, a replay channel. Well, you'll have to just let your adrenaline drop and wait for the next chase. I know. Yeah, give it, give it a half hour. I uh, guess she explains why these things get such good ratings because everybody gets glued on like some sort of a oh, story. Yeah, you just, it's my little soap opera. Well, this was this was interesting. You've got to say again, three carjackings within a span of how many minutes? Yeah, and in front of the cops too. Right, I'm not exactly. so sure the third one was a carjacking. The van was just sitting there, and he just okay, took it and drove that's off. That's true. It was well, like waiting for so him. So he, he stole it. I think of a carjacking as, you know, you go up and you hold a gun That's to someone's true. face. Get out. I'm taking over like in the movies. Okay, yeah. fine, Ken. It was okay. a stolen car. You're, you're technically correct. That would not be a <laughs> Well, I'm just saying you made it more dramatic than it actually was. Well, okay, but I'm a drama queen, You just simply right? drove off in the van. She's so. a girl. All right. Get what? Wait a second. <laughs> uh, we are going to update you now on a story we brought you a couple of times over the months, including just last week. And that apparently is the parole of another murderer. Uh, it's not Leslie Van Houten from the Manson murders. It's a story that's less known, although it did get some national attention when it happened 20 years ago to a young woman named Kelly Bullwinkle. And she was shot to death by a couple of creeps, one of which, uh, well, our guest Rob McDermott has been battling for this man getting out of prison. And a couple of times they were successful in blocking his release, but it looks like this time... This man will be released from prison. So we're going to get the update now. Damian Guerrero is his name, and he's going to be free. And let's get Rob on here. Rob McDermott, uh, welcome back. Uh, what happened here? Well, um, the hearing on Tuesday was a dog and pony show. Um, there's no other way to explain that in civil terms on the radio. Um, simply put, um, of all the people that were being reviewed at that parole board hearing, none of them, not one, and there were several of them before him, there were 13 total, none of them had anyone appear on their behalf except for one who had a family member uh, come forward and say, hey, you know what, he's a good guy, he's going to live with us, we have a plan. Okay, that was it. When it came to Guerrero, there were 11 people that spoke out against him. Lengthy statements, victim statements, people that read statements from the elderly surviving relatives of Kelly, uh, both of whom are in their 90s and clearly don't have the faculties to appear before a panel like that and read. Um, there were 11. They listened to it. They were very empathetic. Two deputy district attorneys, uh, Connie Lasky and Catherine Norman, appeared. Connie Lasky leads the Life or Parole Unit, and she's actually worked with us going back to 2017. And they went through very lengthy explanations as to the planning, the conspiracy, and the detail that Damien and Kinsey put into perpetrating this crime and killing Kelly the way they did. 
and they shot holes in the diminished capacity clause in the youthful offender um, option that Damien was able to take advantage of when he pled out to second-degree murder. And basically, it comes down to this. If he had diminished capacity and he didn't have any faculties that understood right or wrong, well, then why did he go to such great lengths in planning to cover up the crime? That shows sophisticated thinking. He planned in advance. He got his gun. They dug a grave in advance and so forth, as you know. So all of that shows he knew that if they got caught, there would be definite reprisals and they would definitely go to prison, which they did. So they shot holes in that. I testified. Other family members testified. And after the hearing, we felt great about it. His was the only one that had opposition, let alone 11. Later that evening, we discovered that they basically uh, flagged all 13. And the best part of this was that, if you remember, Governor Newsom, when he issued his ruling back in June 21st, his ruling on the January hearing was that he was going to take the review to the full parole board. Those are key words. I sent uh, Ray Lopez the actual document from the hearing. And it clearly says in Damian Guerrero, and this is interesting, um, the motion was made to approve it by Schneider and Dobbs. Not present, Barton, Cassidy, Chappelle, Garland, Cozell, Long, Nidium, Nawajo, I can't say his name, Weiss, and Infant Ruff. The decision was approved by the majority of the commissioners present. Two commissioners were there. Wow. Two. Just two. Not not the yeah. full parole board. No, not even. Two. Oh. And that was the theme for all 13. So what we learned here is this. The governor referred to the panel of the full board. That did not happen. These people are elected arbitrarily by the Senate. If you go to their own page, it says it's composed of 21 full-time commissioners. 21. Mm. And only two were present. Yeah. And they have, I, they have three-year terms, and the governor is the one who uh, selects the commissioners. Yeah, in the end, absolutely, John. So these in are, the the are large—Newsom has been picking people—probably yeah, this is his sixth year as governor, uh, right? Uh, and, it is. Yeah, so he, uh, he he's p- picked a majority of those on the commission, and the rest were Jerry Brown picks. Right, and in the California Senate that we all know—and and again, I'm an independent voter, but I'll tell you this— It's a fact that since 1972, the Democrats have controlled the Senate and the legislature in California, with the exception of one year back in 95 through 96. So that means every one of these people that is here were picked and approved by the California Senate. So if you're going to poke holes and you're going to point fingers, there you go. Now, here's the other thing. In reviewing the case, I told Ray that I was going to put forth something that I believe was overlooked and I have to confirm it. But as we know, Governor Newsom and his crew right now are very gun law oriented, very against guns. Well, funny enough, the gun that Damien Guerrero used was actually sold to his brother. This is a court testimony from Wednesday, February 2nd, 2005. Uh, The gun was sold by Joshua Curtis to Joshua Guerrero. That's Damien's older brother, who's now an attorney. And Josh, in turn, gave and or half sold the gun to his brother, Damian Guerrero. Now, 
I may not be the smartest person in the world, but I do know that if you sell a gun or you transfer ownership of a gun in that manner, that's illegal. Am I right? I don't know gun law. Well, gun law says if uh, you're selling a gun, you have to, at the very least, get it registered, which it is. It's registered to Damon Guerrero's older brother. Now, the gun that Guerrero used, he told the police he threw the gun in the sewer before the murder in the summer of 2003 because he was uncomfortable carrying it. Well, that was later uh, proven to be an absolute lie by uh, Kelly or not Kelly, but rather Kinsey Nordman's cousin, who saw the gun in Damien's Honda Accords glove box. All right, listen, and uh, simply we're, put, we're, we're running out of time. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We lost this round, but we're going to go back. Uh, Kinsey Nordman's up uh, for parole in 2027, so hopefully we'll be back to fight that. And we're going to see if we can get uh, some more prosecutions this, because it was a capital murder case. So... I wish it would have been better, guys. And, again, I can't thank you guys enough for helping us. Uh, we definitely did get response every time that I appeared on your show, and a lot of them were from down in your area. So we know it was a direct result of, uh, you know, you guys actually helping us out and putting this forth. Well, Rob, uh, your work is also appreciated. Uh, you've really done a lot uh, on behalf of the family. And, again, uh, Kelly's mother passed away some years ago. So Rob, who knew her, what was what, from a, a restaurant or a cafe that you yes. uh, frequented? Yeah. Uh, she yeah, worked, it was Kelly a worked there, restaurant. right? Right. Yes. All right. It, amazing stuff. We're sorry the outcome didn't come out too well, but that's the age we live in now. Murderers get freed. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM six forty. All right, a couple of notes. We just talked to a man by the name of Rob McDermott who has been tireless in trying to block the release of a murderer. Uh, apparently, this is unsuccessful. The man was denied parole before uh, because Gavin Newsom blocked it. But this time, Newsom did not stand in the way. And the uh, parole members decided to let this killer free. His name is Damian Guerrero. In his work on this, uh, one other note, Rob found out that uh, Guerrero also committed EDD fraud while in prison. Right. Unemployment and, fraud. And that would be just two years ago then, wouldn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I thought part of the deal is how you how you behave. Yeah, what's the rehab the there? Yeah, so he s helped steal money from the taxpayers through unemployment fraud, that COVID program while he's sitting in prison. He's stealing our tax money. He killed a young woman named yeah. Kelly Bullwinkle back in 2003, and nobody showed up on his behalf. Everybody who was there was against his release, but that's the parole board business today, right? Yeah, and these parole board members, we can read you their names, but what's the point? They're stooges for Newsom. Some of them may have been stooges from the Jerry Brown era, but they're stooges for the governors who select them. Yeah. This is what Newsom wants, and then he could pretend, and then everyone said, I, you, you have to figure out what the scam is, because there's always a scam going on. What he'll do is he'll occasionally block some of the paroles and then it'll go to court and he might appeal to the court. But who did he put on the parole board? Why does he have to block paroles he disagrees with? Because he doesn't really disagree with them. Hmm. He does that for show. He does it to make it look like, you know, every once in a while he gets pretty tough with these murderers. Okay, you can't get anything by Gavin. But it's a complete fake job because he is appointed the vast majority of the people on the parole board, they're doing what he wants. Uh, yesterday, one of the stories we covered concerned the severe beating of a 67-year-old woman 
in East Los Angeles. We had Blake Trolley on the story. Rosalina Martinez was in her own yard, dragged to the ground, punched multiple times, uh, an attempted sexual assault. They know who did it. Sergio Andrew Garcia. And the update is that the L.A. County Sheriff's Department says he has a long, violent history. So this is another person that does not belong on the streets. We've not been able to figure out if he's homeless, because one of our big stories yesterday is that (laughs) there's quite a few homeless people in Los Angeles County that just got released from prison. Oh, if you haven't heard, the prison system sends two to 3,000 homeless prisoners to L.A. County every year. Two to 3,000. So that's what's on the streets. They get they get let out and they have no address that the parole uh, that the prison system is aware of. And they're not required to have an address. Other states, you, you have to have a place to go, but not in California. So there, there, there's no uh, the other states make you go to a halfway house or some kind of a shelter if you don't have a home to go to. Right. Here, they're going in the street. So that's a big percentage of the uh, the homeless out there are prisoners of felons. Some of so he's still on the loose. They're still looking for him as far as we know at this hour. They're still trying to find this guy. They identified him pretty quickly, but uh, they haven't caught him yet. And I'm thinking he's not showing up in any home, right? He was riding around on a bicycle and probably tried to make himself scarce. And we don't have details from Channel 7 on the actual criminal history. Sheriff's Department just said this is what he has been doing. He's been yeah. assaulting people. Yeah, because well, 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 this is the stuff we should know immediately. He's only 21, so he could have been doing this still a number of years. Uh, now, along the same lines from the criminal justice system, we had an announcement yesterday from the L.A. County Courts that effective October 1st, uh, we're going to significantly reduce cash bail. And in fact, uh, and, and we always, this is, this is important, they like to tell us well, it's only nonviolent, non-serious, low-level offenses, which is often BS. No. Because if you're involved in a nonviolent, non-serious, low-level offense, there probably wouldn't be much bail on the bail schedule. There wouldn't be. So you know what they're trying to do here is basically let everybody out without bail, which is another part of the danger yeah, of living and, in Los and Angeles al- County. And often these people get caught with a low-level offense, but their record is a lot of serious. of serious stuff, a lot of violent stuff. That That's the reality. These guys do bad things all day, every day. And I saw in one of the stories the argument, oh, well, it's not fair. I think the judge made this argument. It's not fair that you, uh, you, you, you have to stay in jail simply because you can't afford bail. You know, it's not fair that my stuff was stolen by this bastard. That's no. what's not fair. I Didn't don't we care. hear that, that? That police were saying that, that some of the guys they've arrested for these shoplifts, remember they were ripping off the railroad cars? Yes, they remember steal. And they came right back the next day and kind of went, yeah, yeah. They steal every day. So that judge, again, another moron. I guess that's low-level, non-serious, non-violent. Uh, you know what? It, it, it's, it's the anarchists that, that run the system It just now. encourages recidivism, although they're claiming they have this big study that says it they, did not lead to recidivism. That's a lie. They always have a study. The study's a lie. The study's fake. They don't care about any of this. They want to destroy the justice system. And they have a bunch of excuses, and they got reasons, and they got theories, and they got philosophies. It doesn't matter what they say. What they want is the justice system destroyed, police destroyed, prisons destroyed, the, the, the entire system taken down. That's what they want, and that's what they're doing. They're actively involved in it. They don't believe in any of this. 
Nobody should be punished for anything that they do. It doesn't matter if you stole a, a stick of gum, and it doesn't matter if you put a bullet through somebody's head. Yeah, because the prevailing the belief is it's not their fault. It's our horrible, capitalistic, racist system. There's no difference between the murderer that we just discussed getting paroled and uh, people shoplifting at 7-Eleven. This crowd is in charge in California, and they're letting everybody out. And All right. No reason to listen to their uh, rationales. All right. One of our big stories is that a judge has ordered uh, the RV people in Silmar on that property. There's more than 20 RVs to vacate, get out by Sunday. Power was cut off yesterday to the property. It includes the home, too, where the woman lives in that's been renting out these RVs. We are going to talk to the president of the Neighborhood Association in Silmar after 3 o'clock. When we come back, though, oh, we got a lot of stuff to do in Bidenville, John. we got to go to Bidenville. Big developments today. Oh, God, did you see that? <laughs> I, did, I did see that. Well, yes, when he was meeting with the Israeli president. Uh, <laughs> it seems it, to have a little trouble uh, with his thoughts. It's, uh, it's, he's it's, also the subject, well, his son is, of a big hearing on Capitol Hill. we got these IRS whistleblowers talking about the investigation into Hunter Biden. Uh, all this coming up. In Bidenville, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, KB Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. 
from KFI AM 640. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by go, you know, the, you know, the thing. There's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. I, I commuted for 36 years as President, Vice President of the United States. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday to you. I was on the television. Uh, on television. I was on the telephone. And every time I hear hail to the chief, wonder where the hell is he? Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? What, what, I can't remember it. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education Service, I nominate Javier Bacaria. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? Mm-hmm. I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. And now, to give you a tour of Bidenville before she- your extended stay, here's John and Ken. She's dead, Joe. Oh, don't tell him that. John, John and Ken show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Boy, this one, uh, this one is really funny if you see the video. I think this um, one will be really more impactful, too, if it's played on a loop, because it is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe is sitting down with the president of Israel today. Isaac Herzog. Isaac. Isaac? Isaac. Isaac Herzog. <laughs> Herzog, guys. Herzog. There's, no! Is it pronounced Herzog? There's no H in Herzog? There might be a little H. <laughs> there should Herzog. be H. Herzog. Why do rabbis do that? They do the It's a specific... Uh, Vowel-like sound in Hebrew spelling. Oh, it's mm. a real thing. Then. Yes, it's a real I thing. I just like had a lot of yeah. Oh, I thought they had a lot of phlegm or something. Well, was, there's that too. Yeah, yeah we're, okay. we're pretty nasally people. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, here is uh, what happened. It's only 11 seconds, but uh, Joe has a little trouble here uh, responding at a political level. And the and uh, as I uh, a farmer. Wow. Did, <laughs> did you pick out anything in that or something he, about a political he, level? He was sitting. They were facing each other in chairs, right? This was a photo up in front of the press. And so they're having some kind of fake conversation. And, and Biden is reading from note cards. Oh. And his, his head is like leaning to the side. Like yeah. he's not sitting up straight. He never looks Herzog in the eye. He never addresses him directly, and Herzog's pretty close. He's just he's just slumped a little to the side of his chair with his head cocked, and he's reading and mumbling off off the note card. So play it play it again at a political level. And the uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, as I uh, find her, he's mumbling Ooh. nonsense. Sound like Paul Schramm. He is. I don't know, I'm trying to figure out words. He, he, no, I mean, and he he looks like he's about to pass away. He really does. It looks like he's laying in his deathbed and he's mumbling a few final words. <laughs> and I, uh, it's uh, you know what? I mean, that's I, you have to lean in, Rosebud. You have to lean in real close. <laughs> and the expression on the face of of Herzog is really funny because he's looking 
you know, slightly exasperated, like, is this guy running the country, really? <laughs> he does come <laughs> like, over. Is this a comedy skit? This is painful. <laughs> you can't understand him. He's just mumbling to himself. And I'm giving, I'm giving Biden six months, and then I think that's it. Oh, okay. So that's your pick in the uh, Biden ghoul pool? Yeah, yeah. I'm going uh, Christmas Day. You got an exact date, December 25th. December 25th. Yeah, I think he's, he's done by then. Uh, a couple of notes dealing with Biden. What do you know? The Biden administration is going to stop funding for China's Wuhan lab. The Wuhan Institute of Virology apparently does not meet federal standards. Oh, so we're not going to fund them anymore. Yeah, now. <laughs> now it doesn't meet standards. What chain of function are they working on now, I wonder? Uh, do you know they quietly stopped funding them way back in 2020? Yes, they did, right? This is the official announcement. So what does that tell you? They knew what were they right, waiting for? They knew right away that they had uh, started the uh, pandemic by botching whatever experiment they were up to. Right. So they now they quietly of, release the news that, oh, because they don't meet federal standards. Yeah, no they don't meet federal it. standards. The other story making news this afternoon involving, well, Joe and Hunter Biden. We got these IRS agents finally testifying before Congress about the investigation into Hunter Biden. This would be the tax case against Hunter Biden. Mm -hmm. uh, they came forward today, and one was not known, his name, until today. His name is Joseph Ziegler, and he wanted to announce right away that he's a gay Democrat. I they just wanted to make that clear when he sat down in front of the to, microphone. To show he's not a partisan attacking the Biden family. He says, I'm more credible because I'm a Democrat who happens to be married to a man. Okay. <laughs> Again, we have to know what he does in his bed sexually and with who. and that Well, he did say, I'm no more credible than the man sitting next to me due to my sexual orientation, my political beliefs. The truth is, my credibility comes today from my job experience with the IRS and my intimate knowledge of the agency's standards and procedures. Yeah, And, and, and these two are basically saying that the investigation got thwarted left and right. It got slow walked to protect the Bidens. And here's That's how, kind of the bottom line. Here's how the game was played in this hearing. You had the Democrats... Trying to uh, trying to say, well, now, you know, this is this this sort of dispute happens all the time. You have investigators who want to press certain charges and then the prosecutors want to press different charges because they have to take the case before the jury. Right. They're mm. the ones who have to make the call here. And it's just a difference of opinion between investigators and prosecutors happens every day. <laughs> and 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 this guy Ziegler and, and the other one go, no, no, no. The, 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 the prosecutors and the investigators were in agreement on the charges. This is the Department of Justice outsiders coming in right. and telling us that we're not going to prosecute this fully. It, the other it, guy was his supervisory agent. His name is Gary Shapley. I've seen his name before. This is the first time Ziegler's name has come up. And you're right. That's exactly what they're saying. That the Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not able to charge Hunter Biden with tax crimes mm. in SoCal and Washington because of Biden-appointed U.S. attorneys right. constantly right. fighting them. Well, they're, they're, they're you know because you're prosecuting the boss's son. So what do you think is going to happen? Right, the boss's son's not getting prosecuted, at least not fully. They and tipped off Hunter Biden's legal team about a search of a storage locker. They slow walked the investigation. Yeah. They blocked it wherever they could. Yeah, I mean they're they're actually calling up. Hunter Biden's attorneys to give him a heads up on what's coming. You might want to get something out of there if that's it's incriminating, yeah, that, right? Yeah, you want to, might want to destroy all that evidence. <laughs> I, if he has another laptop, you want to make that thing disappear. And you, and you you could also tell if you if you track the questioning because the Republicans on the committee were boring in with specific questions. The Democrats um, started filibustering. 
just shaking their fist in outrage, (laughs) saying, I'm sure that this investigation was done to the highest professional stage, some such nonsense, right? But they were just, and some of them started talking about Trump. They they started stamping their feet about Trump. And, well, and, they couldn't accuse these two guys of working for Trump. I mean, well, that's I'm why, a gay Democrat, he declared. <laughs> that's why this guy felt compelled to say, look, I sleep with a guy at night, okay? I'm not a Republican. Uh, the White House press secretary says the White House does not intend to focus on the hearing. <laughs> I'd rather just ignore <laughs> they, it. They've already squashed it. Uh, Hunter's yeah. already off, basically. He's not going to go to jail. No. All right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. Live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, go to the iHeart app, and it's the John and Ken On Demand podcast, and you can listen to everything you missed today. One quick note, uh, another bus of migrants arrived last night in Los Angeles from Brownsville, Texas. 41 migrants, including six children, uh-oh, the youngest of which was one year old. Mm. A lot of them were Venezuelans. Were they given food? It looks like they were taken care of. Were they starved and dehydrated? Looks like there was notice. Once were they again, Were they so. confused? They thought they uh, were supposed to be in uh, Rhode Island, and they is Newsom going to sue? Is he going to arrest the governor of Texas? <laughs> we're waiting. <laughs> yeah, where how's that DeSantis arrest coming? Has that oh, happened yet? God. All right. Well, we were just mentioning that we're no longer, well, we haven't actually for a while, fund that lab in Wuhan right. that does its chain of function research. <laughs> the there, there's a story out today that uh, one of the reasons that some people really were never affected by COVID-19 could be their genetics. A new study published in the scientific journal Nature, which, John, I think you sit on the bowl and read that, right? Uh, I have a lot of scientific journals. Uh, the relevant set of genes is known as the human leukocyte antigen or hla is what they're finding in this research they recruited some thirty thousand people for the study all of whom already had genetic data on file because they had registered as potential bone marrow donors scientists asked these people to join the covid19 citizen science study organized by researchers at uc san francisco and uh this is what they came up with and they say that uh uh, they found that uh, 136 people were, were asymptomatic, about 10%. Recent symptom-free people were tested could include the nature of their job, such as being a healthcare worker, undergoing routine testing, or perhaps their family member had been infected and they were considered exposed to the virus. Significantly, the scientists found that people had a particular version of a gene. Now, listen carefully for this. It's HLA hyphen B asterisk 15 colon 01. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? Uh, I have that exact gene. <laughs> have you done? I have my gene genetic chart on my, the wall in my bedroom. Well, then you're more than and twice I, as likely to remain asymptomatic yeah, compared I, with those who did not have that particular uh, version of the gene. I didn't have anything the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A little what, what did that How mean? about this one? <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, you, that. because I was... I was. Uh, you went down. Right? I went down. <laughs> Eric went down. Ray went down like three times. Yes. <laughs> well, you were frolicking in Mexico. I know. At least yeah. I had a good time before yeah. I went down. You flew down. on that plane and infected everybody. Oh, stop. And that's right. Uh, you started a whole outbreak on that plane. If you have two copies of this, I love it. HLA hyphen B asterisk 15 colon 01. One from each parent. You're eight and a half more times likely to remain asymptomatic. 
Really, so it's time to do genetic testing, and if you have yeah. this, uh, walk around like, ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to get a genetic test. Go ahead, test. spit on me. <laughs> I'm saving that. That was a good wet one. <laughs> Wait, who did that? Me. You did that? Yes, I did. Oh, You did wow. that live? Yes, I did. Oh, wow. I thought you played something. Yeah. That's a Aren't good I feminine? such a collection of your sounds. I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, uh, can you play that one back? Yeah, hold on. I'm doing it right now. All right. Oh, that's impressive. It's not the kind of sound that usually comes from. I know. <laughs> it is. It's got extra bubble noise. To it, it sounds like it came out the other end. Uh, do you do voiceovers with those uh, with those sounds? Not with those sounds. <laughs> well, if now, there's a market for that, that, I will. That's a good cartoon sound. I like that. <laughs> wow. There was a British cohort study. Remember, Newsom used to use that word cohorts. Mm, yes. That also. They did their own genetic analysis, and they came up with similar results. So it's almost like they replicated the study already. So it looks pretty good. Yeah. I, so maybe you want to have some specific genetic testing to see if you got this thing. Yeah. I mean, I kind of figured that was why some people just never got bothered by it. Because for, for you know, two, two and a half years, this thing was running around. And yeah. some people were never affected. And it, ha it had to be a genetic, uh, like genetic armor they had. Yeah. You think you might have it? I think, yeah, I think I might have it. Um, I mean... Because my wife got sick and... and uh, Your wife uh, had COVID? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you, did that come up? <laughs> I, I must have missed that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that came up before. No, she did. Uh, I did not. Oh. Bad? Eh, no. I mean, she no. took the Paxlovid and it was gone. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, with the Paxlovid, sometimes it comes back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, it was one of those things where she took a test once, took it twice. It was... Uh, negative. Third time it was positive, but she took the Paxlovid and then it was gone. Damn. You know, so there wasn't like this extended sick period. Right. Right. And her symptoms weren't that bad. You never had anything that resembled COVID, though. Not that I don't. Well, Not you had, you had runny nose. Yeah, yeah, you had colds. Yes, I did have colds. And you never tested. So who knows? You may have had COVID. I didn't have any of those other symptoms, though, like the loss of taste and smell. I didn't have a fever. I didn't have headaches. I just had the regular, you know, runny nose, stuffy nose thing. And a tendency to... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's her thing. I, that's another comment. I, I don't think I can make that sound. I don't know how you All do right, that. Coming up next, big story out of Silmar is that a judge says you got to leave those camper vans parked on that property. <laughs> Would you do that on dates? <laughs> just, 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 no. to, just to impress people? <laughs> Uh, it has led to oozing human feces and urine onto neighbors' properties. So the judge says they cut off the power yesterday. Now the judge says these people have to get out of this trailer park, which is not authorized. We're going to talk to the president of the Neighborhood Association, <laughs> Silmar, next. Johnny Ken, KFI M640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Deborah Mark, go ahead now. You're so easily entertained. Live with the 24 hour KFI News. The bar is low. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.